1: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio, on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out Five Reasons YouTube. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Must have to put up like 20 videos today. So if you want to know about them, make sure you're subscribed. Again, it's Five Reasons Sports over at YouTube. FiveReasonsSports.com. Make sure you spell that one out. The latest no paywall coverage of all the south florida teams and check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network brady hawk will be with me tonight his appearances are sponsored by our friend eric rubenstein you can find him on instagram at ask about me i got you that's ask about me i got you or you can give him a call at 954-829-ERIC that's 954-829-ERIC He's the guy you want to go to if you got a personal injury situation. So whether it's a car accident, a slip and fall, medical malpractice, Eric can take care of you. Again, make sure you check out the Instagram. This is a guy who graduated magna cum laude from St. Thomas down in South Florida. He's a South Florida resident. He has been for a long time. Big Miami Heat fan, but most of all, he knows how to get you your money that's the key thing here so reach out to eric again he pr- specializes in personal injury law including car accidents slip and falls medical malpractice 954-829-ERIC that's 954-829-ERIC or on instagram at ask about me i got you and now tonight's episode
0: Five On the floor, ride for my dogs here's the thing? You can check the score Hustle hard, couple scars, ran rubber bubble frogs Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stopping one hand Impact, we trust, it's about have the guts We here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up
2: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reason Sports Network.
1: All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor, coming to you from the Philadelphia 76ers media food room at wells fargo center. It seems like an appropriate way to end the night. Um, I'm sitting here in an empty room next to a big bunch of pots and pans. Uh, I got Brady Hawk. As I mentioned tonight's floor plan, we're going to discuss a meltdown in Philadelphia. No James Harden, no Joel Embiid, the Miami heat give up 33 points in the fourth quarter, 13 of them to Tyrese Maxey player they passed on for Precious, if you recall, a Kentucky guard who went nine of 15 overall, scored 28 points on the game, along with five rebounds and four assists, 13 in the fourth, five from five from the field. And most of it, at least four of those baskets against fellow Kentucky product, Tyler Hero. So I think we have to start there because that's where the conversation went tonight. Um, obviously not a good defensive effort from the very beginning for the Miami heat. They didn't come out with any force. Bam spoke about that. They were his word he used was lackadaisical. They didn't get good shooting performances uh, from Max Strus or Tyler hero, a combined five of 20 from the field. Duncan Robinson was two of six. So three guys that they count on for shooting, didn't give it to them. Uh, Jimmy had 27, five and six in his return. Kyle Lowry had 26 and five. And Bam had 22, 9, and 2. You usually get that from your three uh, top players in your starting lineup. You think you'd be good. But the hero problems in the fourth. I think that's what everybody's going to talk about here. Did you see something tonight that makes you feel this is going to be a huge problem in the postseason against teams that target him?
2: Well, I think it's something we talk about a lot, and I feel like it's a little bit different with this matchup compared to other ones when we've seen it. Uh, and the reason is that this team just has so many different areas they can hit you from in a game like this where they have no one person. We've seen them kind of attack hero when there's one guy and they can kind of throw a double at you and you take that risk of, you know, a kick out three. The thing was, you couldn't really risk the kick out three in this game because you look at Korkmaz, who was four of seven from three. Shake Milton added 20. You have obviously Maxi at 28. Uh, Harris was able to kind of get the hero matchup and show over the top of him. But just there was so many other guys that they weren't able to kind of go at it. Part of this is Tyler just, you know, it is what it is. He's going to get attacked. But the other part of it is, why is Tyler on that specific player every single time? And it feels like we've had this discussion a lot as well, that it just, uh, part of it is like, you have to, if you're not going to double because of that element of having so many other guys, you've got to fight through a screen, you know, once in a while. Like you have to be able to kind of, put that as much as a key element of your defense as much as it is the key element of the opposing offense that uh, I just feel like it just, it happens too easy. Like if they're going to have it happen, you got to make them earn that switch. You can't just give it to them every time they call for it. Uh, So that's kind of the way I land. It just felt like they bam hit on it a couple of times that, you know, or bam and Kyle were kind of hitting on that. They hit tough shots. And I think they did. I'd have to look over the shots a little bit more just to see what was happening there. Uh, But then it kind of gets to the point where, First of all, they didn't really have another option to go to. And second of all, you posed that question on Twitter where you said, like, if they had Gabe and Depot, would Spo even have put them in for Tyler? And I, my answer would be no, like, I really don't believe so. Like he's going to ride Tyler out in that way. I can't really fault him for it. I think tonight, if there was any night, maybe to go away from it, if you had those guys, maybe you should because Tyler didn't really have it going offensively Uh but it's just hard to say in hindsight in this way, because we know the stuff that happens offensively when you have that other non type of offensive threat in there that it makes it tough. But overall, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things that I think you're not going to get away from. I think it's going to happen at times, but maybe you have that depot release valve. And it also does not look as bad when Tyler's at least having a good offensive night. Like we're not sitting here talking about this at this point in this game, if Tyler's at least, you know, shooting 45% from the field. So uh, I feel like there's a couple ways you can look at it.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And and I brought up the Vincent Oladipo thing because they might have been other options. You obviously couldn't have gone uh, to Strucer Robinson tonight because they weren't doing any better defensively and they were combined two of 11 from the field. So there really was nobody else to play. I, you know, I, I felt on offense, Tyler was getting to his spots. He just wasn't making shots. I mean, there were a few times. There was one that, that Lowry pulled him aside. There was another that Udonis was trying to pick him up a little bit. He just he just didn't seem comfortable tonight. Um, and and, and I you know it, it gets to this uh, Brady, and it's sort of a larger theme here. But I, I asked both Lowry and Jimmy where they feel they are with 10 games left, I asked Jimmy to kind of balance rhythm versus rest. It sounds to me like there's some more rest for Jimmy coming based on his answer. Uh, And, and (laughs) I was pretty clear. Uh, He said, I have some rest and relaxation coming. Uh, And with Kyle, you know, there's been this thing about guys in guys out, but he he feels that they can get it together. They're not where they want to be yet, but they'll get there. Um, But the reality is, we really haven't seen the full group and I'm, I'm not including Oladipo and Vincent in that, but the full group together, where it was all clicking, like it, it has felt all year. Like, you know, when Jimmy and Bam were out, Kyle kind of picked up the slack with Tyler. Uh, and then you had Kyle go out for a period of time and, and Tyler started to take over a little bit and Jimmy went out and you see other guys step up. Okay. Bam. Obviously there was a collective effort on that. But but we haven't seen, I mean, that is their big four, essentially. And we just haven't seen them A, together very much, especially down the stretch. And, and we haven't seen them all succeed together. It's almost like this team has been better when pieces have been out. Is, is that a concern? Because all they've talked about is we want to get healthy and full. But I don't know what that's going to look like when that actually happens. And tonight it didn't look good.
2: Yeah, it's a good question because it, it does feel like, to your point, it's been a lot of taking turns. Like, even when they all four are in there, it's just like a lot of one guy here, one guy there. Uh, I said earlier in this game where it just feels like if Jimmy and Tyler, like, they they have the weight of their off- of this offense on their shoulders, that if at least one of them is not up to par offensively, you notice it. Like, it's just really noticeable. And it's not just about the scoring. It's just about everything overall, uh, that there's different ways you can look at it. I think the fifth guy in those lineups – Uh, Like maybe needs to get discussed a little bit more. Like if PJ's in there, like he's really hit a wall offensively where I think that is a problem in its own, that when we're talking about restricting, restricting things offensively, like there's many times where we talked about early in the season, why everything's flowing so great is that that weak side corner, when PJ's sitting there, this defense had to pull all the way over and you had open lanes, you had all these other kind of outlets Right now, he's not even, like, seeing the ball in that weak side corner. When he does, he's not taking that shot anyway. Uh, that he's not a real scoring threat at all. That it just really kind of limits things for that four-man group. Uh, but ultimately, it is on them. I think the reason, speaking of kind of Tyler and Jimmy in their own, that they thrive against two total different defensive coverages. Like, if we saw in this one, Joel and Embiid not being in and M- Millsap being in meant that they were going to have to switch a lot more and they were going to show a lot more. Jimmy was able to draw the maxi matchup and he was able to get to the basket. He was able to get his numbers up when Joel Embiid's in there and Deandre Jordan's the backup five Tyler Hero's going to see a lot of good looks and he's going to bury those looks. Jimmy's going to have to work a lot harder because that wall is going to be built around the rim. So it just feels like it almost, I feel like we're going to see a lot of playoff games where they are taking turns where you see at least one of them in certain matchups play a lot better than the other. Uh, but the ultimately, I think, non-Lowry, non-Martin three-point shooting tonight was two of 20. Like, we could discuss those two offensively when we're talking about this factor. But when you just have no other option offensively, when the we know who they're going to and these other guys can't hit shots and Struess can't buy a bucket and he's also kind of falling asleep off the ball defensively for some easy cuts that led to Duncan, I feel like did good things offensively where they, this team more than any other team, if they were to see a playoff matchup, focuses so much on him. Uh, and it felt like I didn't really know why in a lot of points in this game because he really never got going. Uh, but ultimately, it's just the three-point shooting overall that blends into this, that it's just a lot of this really is on Tyler and Jimmy.
1: Yeah, I, I would just ask one question here uh, and just give me your straightest answer you possibly can before we go to break because I want to address uh, some other stuff that you talked about. Eric Spolster said after the game, and, and Eric is someone who likes to praise uh, individually but but criticize collectively. That's the way that he has always approached things. But he actually said tonight, Tyler Hero has been one of our best individual defenders. I, I don't think there's any argument that Tyler has improved. He has improved.
2: Uh, I mean, is there any way you can make that argument? I mean, we I could I could, I could make that comment a lot of different ways. But we're talking about one of the best defensive teams in the NBA, first of all, and we're talking about a team with Bam, Jimmy, PJ, Kyle, like. Just that element alone is tough to make that argument, but it just uh, it feels like he's really made leaps defensively where he's actually trying. Like, that's the thing about this. Like, this isn't one of those things where you're getting... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
1: What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited...
2: hunted and you're we've seen like harden over the years where he kind of gives up on certain possessions like tyler's not giving up he's really trying it's just that he has limitations defensively so i just don't think i'd go that far there but he is better than what he once was
1: that that's fair um and again i I think it got the response on twitter that i anticipated it would get but (laughs) but but because I don't even think Tyler would say that because I mean you're you're it's a team with i mean you know Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Caleb Martin that's just the start Um, and gave Vincent and Victor Oladipo waiting in the wings. So I, I I don't know that you can call him one of our best individual defenders. I don't know if the metrics support that, but again, I I think we, we, we thought we were past the point where he would get hunted to the degree that he got hunted tonight. And like you said, it's not fair to just single him out because it seemed like all the cutting gave, a lot of them problems. Uh, you mentioned Struess; The backdoor cut was right in front of us a couple times uh, that that happened and, and Duncan, too. So it wasn't just Tyler, but, but Tyler was the minus 15 tonight. Uh, you know, and, and that was that was a team worst, actually. So, I mean, that was a case where the number looked like it the numbers and the eye test matched up. All right. We're going to get to some more sort of individual decisions that were made by our exposure tonight and what that means. Before we do, want to tell you about some great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Make sure you're using our product code. It's five R S N. 5RSN, the number 5RSN, and you get 25% off all your premium CBD at therapistpreferred.com. That's at therapistpreferred.com. Use the code 5RSN, 25% off the tincture, the gummies, the sports cream. It'll help you recover. It will help you sleep, particularly after a night like tonight. And get salis.com. The product's name is salus. Uh, you get the little packets. Okay, they'll send it to you. It's not expensive, and you can replace your electrolytes in a healthy way. If you sweat, you do any kind of endurance type activity like running, uh, swimming, tennis, any of that, get salas.com, use the promo code 5RSN, and you will get 10% off. All right, let's get just, let's do these quickly. Let's see these rapid fire here. Some decisions that were made tonight. Markeith Morris played 12 minutes. He basically got the Dwayne Dedman minutes tonight as the backup five. How do you think it looked?
2: Well, I think I was expecting it, and especially because they only had one big on Philly themselves. Uh, but I just want to say that where I kind of stand on it is like, he's going to be one of their backup fives. Like he's not the backup five, because obviously we know what Dwayne Dedmon's gave them and he's still going to be there, but this is not just a series to series thing. Like this feels like a game to game thing where they can throw Markeef out there. They could throw Dedmon out there in different games because neither of them feel like consistent, great, comfortable options. Like, I know both of them would give you good things, but I think the perfect way to utilize them is to kind of mix them up and match them up in different ways, uh, where I feel like he still gives you a decent dynamic offensively. I think he was a little bit slow defensively, Markeef, in this game. Uh, but matchup-wise, I don't think you're too like too worried about it. Uh, the rebounding what did he end up with one board in this game I know a lot of people are going to look to that stat because uh, because of the the small ball lineups but ultimately it just feels like we talk about situational players and if one guy's not playing well throw Max in. if another guy's not playing well throw Gabe in. like that's going to be the deadman marquee factor in my opinion because I feel like both of them uh, not only matchup dependent but I feel like they can bounce off each other in different ways
1: decision made late, you mentioned Tucker not getting those looks anymore, but the decision made late to go with Caleb over Tucker. Uh, just again, uh, Caleb uh, tonight played 22 minutes, uh, four of six, two of two from three, uh, three rebounds, had a couple of steals. He wasn't minus 12 because he was in for that late stretch. How do you think that looked?
2: Yeah, I said early in the game, like he would look like the only, one of the only ones who had it going, or at least was trying in in any capacity, because uh, defensively we were focusing on Tyler's last few minutes, but like this whole team was bad defensively, pretty much this entire game. Like they were not usually a tell of intensity or energy is like closeouts. And they did not have that whatsoever. Caleb did. I felt like he had that same type of energy. Uh, I feel like this is a factor of maybe trying to rest PJ in different ways, but ultimately Caleb deserved the minutes over PJ in this one. It just felt like he gave them an athletic ability off the catch to kind of drive that PJ just didn't over the minutes. Like I was talking about those restrictions earlier, uh, but rotationally moving into the playoffs, I feel like we've said this on so many pods, but like watching Caleb Martin and being trusted to close games, like he's a rotation lock, like everything he can provide, uh, and plug him in so many different spots. I just feel like he can bail them out on both sides of the floor, uh, that there's this is probably the the one shining moment of this game of kind of like this whole roster.
1: All right. Uh, Going to close with something here in a second. We'll throw it at you a couple more uh, before we do want to tell you about one more sponsor. Our friends are at prize the official fantasy sponsor of the five reasons sports network. Make sure you're using the code five. F-I-V-E for this one. That's the code five. Um, Again, this is our official sponsor for a reason. They're the easiest to play, and you can play so many different ways, whether you want to play NBA, NHL, NCAA tournament. You can play the UM game coming up this Friday um, or any other sports, okay? So check out prizepicks.com. Use the code five, F-I-V-E, because if you use that code, your initial deposit up to $100 will be matched, and you don't need to play it all at once. So prizepicks.com or download the app at Prizepicks. Use the code five. All right. I, just a general thought here. Um, to me, the significance of this game, well, there are a couple of things. One is the heat continue to struggle more when they can't zero in on one guy. Uh, and we can talk about Tyrese Maxey going off and maybe that should have been the guy they should have zeroed in on the whole game. But there necess- wasn't necessarily a belief. You know, I mean, he's not hard he's not Embiid. It feels like the heat do a better job when there's one all-star they can isolate on Secondarily, they really struggle with the cutting and the motion tonight. And that sort of is the same. That's in the same vein, that, that problem that they have. But to me, the significance of this game, and this is a heat team that's been a little bit up and down lately, is that you, you had an opportunity tonight to really put yourself in a position to, to control not only your destiny for the number one seed, but how you wanted to handle the last 10 games in the sense of, well, we can, you know, we're so far up at this point that we can rest guys. If we want to, we can target certain games. Well, now if the number one seed is a goal and I I recommend everybody check out all the videos I put up on the YouTube channel today, and I talked to the players about this, if this really was a goal, if this is something that you wanted, you essentially could have secured that thing tonight. I mean, you would have made it almost impossible for a lot of these teams to chase you down, particularly Philadelphia. I mean, Boston would have to just continue to go nuclear the rest of the year while you went 500, even Milwaukee. Okay. I mean, you had this thing pretty much locked and now you're putting yourself in a position where you may have to play a guy that you don't want to play in the last 10 games until you get this thing. And I I just think to me uh, that Brady more than anything else is the shame of the evening. I think the other takeaway here is what I said earlier, you know, uh, this team has been really good again because they've been able to plug and play different guys and kind of handle different types of situations but the core group that we've wanted to see together all year has not overwhelmed anybody when they've played together. And if I have, if I have pause, it's not about one guy. It's not about, you know, is Jimmy going to be able to handle length? Is Tyler going to have a game like this where he's hunted? Is Kyle going to be non-aggressive in certain games? He obviously was aggressive tonight with He took 11 threes. That's like three weeks worth for him, um, you know, or, or bam, is he, you know, at times going to pass out of open shots. I mean, for everybody, you can find something, okay? But my big issue is the four of them together, whoever the fifth you've put out them there with them has not looked overwhelming this season. And I think that is why, Brady, and I'll let you close, I think that is why other teams in the league are not afraid of the Heat getting a number one seed. I don't think it's because they don't have a Durant or they don't have a Giannis. I think it's because they, we haven't had like, prolonged stretches because of injury but also inconsistency of of like the heat's best players looking great together
2: yeah I I feel like it's a good point I feel like it it ties into the Giannis Kevin Durant factor because uh they're just not trusted in certain spots where they have that main guy they know you're going to uh and where that ties into with your four main guys we constantly talk about who they're going to go to in those lineups. Like I don't think they figured that out yet. I think that's the one final tool to find kind of figure out these type of lineups. But the thing I talked about earlier with like Tyler being able to kind of counter drop and and Jimmy able to counter the switching, like that should be what you go to. Like if you know there's a certain advantage with a player against a certain coverage, I don't see a reason why you don't spam that and kind of live with that result. Cause I feel like there's so many times where, We talk about after a game, Jimmy kind of struggling against length. But they keep going at Jimmy against the length. There we go and look at a game like Tyler struggling, and they keep trying to go to Tyler struggling. Maybe he passed up a few late. But the point is that I feel like they have to ride out offensively, at least to that point, whatever favors them. Uh, And to your point about the standings thing, the other reason I felt like it was significant was because if you won this game, you also push Philly – into the area of possibly that four seed. And even though you lost this game, I think you feel more comfortable in a second round against Philly than you do Boston, because we know how hot Boston is. I think they can provide uh, just certain advantages against a team like Miami. um, That if you push them down and and Boston was to get into that two, three, and everybody's waiting to see if the Nets can get into that seven, Like that is the ultimate playoff bracket that Miami could possibly fall into that if there was any lack of focus that they're talking about in this game, like that should not have been the case Uh, just because I feel like that should have been a focus. Like just as much as you're focusing on trying to get a one seed, you're also trying to position yourself, even though you know you can beat anybody and you're confident in any team you see, there are certain advantages, obviously to certain matchups, but either way uh, I do think that we're going to, as much as they talk about rest and, and rest possibly coming up, I do want to get a bit like a, an idea of this four core specifically in, in late in games. Like, I don't want to just see it in random second quarters. Like, I feel like this is, I'm not going to do that random thing where you say it's a good thing that they lost this game, but I want to see them in late game spots like this just to see how they react and before they have to do trial and error in a postseason series.
1: Yeah. I'll just say tonight in that regard was not encouraging. I, you know, and they got to work through it. Um, and I don't know how many times we're going to get to see it over the last 10 games. So you would have felt a little bit better if it looked a little bit better tonight, but anyway, not the end of the world. They're still in first place in the Eastern conference. I I, I promise uh, that I will try to go to fewer road games uh, to maybe avoid this scenario in the future. Uh, thanks to Brady. Thanks to our sponsors, Eric Rubenstein. Uh, you can reach out to him at nine, five, four, eight, two, nine, Eric. And of course uh, get salas.com use code five, RSN therapist, five, RSN and prizepix.com. Use the code five. Have a good night, everybody.